coming of age. The podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for stepping in and listening. Episode 210, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. We are two guys who have never met in real life. We live very far apart. I'm in Iowa. My name is Colin Flynn, and my co-host, John M. Craig. Hey, Colin, how you doing? I'm doing How's well. Things? It's cold. Yeah, yeah it's cold. Yeah, cold, cold. you know, it's uh, it, it's cold. It's not as cold here. It's 45 degrees. So today oh, wow. is Saturday, February 6th. Uh, one one month out of uh, a uh, an attempted coup insurrection attack on the who knows Groundhog Day. We're we're four days past that. Do you even know what happened? Do you know what Puxatani Phil or Staten Island Chuck did? He uh, yeah, I think he saw a shadow, and we've got six more weeks of 2020 ahead. Right. Uh, you know, I I I think Staten Island Chuck just came out and he ripped off his mask. He's like, this is fucking bullshit. This is bullshit right here listen it's been a tough year okay we got we got our own strain here in this little fucking hole and you prance me around mother and and listen i want to go to that bar what's the name of that bar that the guy he uh you know they protested i either one in i don't know i don't one. know it doesn't matter yeah it's uh so um yeah i didn't really pay attention to the groundhog or much else of anything other than the you know mounds of snow that seemed to come on us yeah, I did see uh, Governor Governor of New Jersey. Is that how you would speak? Probably not. Um, uh, I think that that governor is actually from Massachusetts, Phil then he, Murphy. Then he would speak like that. The governor of, of yeah, okay, of New, New Jersey. The governor, there's the voice. The governor of New Jersey has made mushrooms, the uh, psilocybin kind, the the uh, the kind that make you you see things and feel really, really good, really, really uh-huh. good. Uh, apparently, uh, legal now and or decriminalized. Oh, no, really? He, he's yeah. Uh, yeah, he's from Needham, Massachusetts. I didn't make that up. It was yeah. based on something. Yeah, apparently, John. If you're feeling a little depressed, if you're feeling a little PTSD, if you're feeling a little, uh, I don't know, uh, some sort of an acronym, just drop one in. See your local physician there, and uh, you can be tripping balls in no time. No time for yeah, Listen, Colin. I have no interest in chipping bo- uh, tri- chipping, chipping balls, tripping balls. I, I don't want to do any of that. I think um, it'd be the best I, thing for you. I think right, if I were to, based on our hours and hours, endless hours of conversation, if I were to do one thing right now, for John Michael Craig, I would dose your ass so deep into the into the stratosphere. I would I would I would just uh, I would put you into into the the the, the cosmic kool-aid immediately uh i if if somehow we have the opportunity to meet um i mean i will i will um you know put this out to any attorneys that want to represent me but uh and i'm not giving permission for that it's legal uh, it's legal i mean attorneys what I, do you do? I, it, well but no it's not legal for you to dose me oh come on How can this what fra- do you mean oh come on you, 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 <laughs> what? you can't dose me there's got to be consequences <laughs> for that. That can't be legal. You know, I, there are consequences in this world. I had, okay, right. we haven't done the show in a while. I have been, um, I've got this, I, I bought a, um, I bought a planner, a, a uh, uh, you know, just the, the, the daily thing where I can, I can, uh, I usually, instead of writing out things ahead of time, bullet points, a lot of times I'll write down things as I go, just so, uh, my my mind that is not a trap will not forget things uh so i'm, I'm writing things down uh, i 
a couple weeks ago, I had written down in my planner, I, I had written down Morgan Wallen, uh, the, uh, he's a country singer, and I had planned to, to speak about my fondness for, for this guy that I discovered, uh, even though I don't listen to country radio much, I'd, I'd heard some Morgan Wallen tunes, a couple of them. Uh, I'd seen him actually on an, on an interview. I saw that uh, he, he had done the uh, podcast with, uh, with Theo Vaughn. He had, he'd been on Theo's uh, podcast, and, and I thought, he's a funny guy, and he's, he's uh, uh, kind of like... Uh, I, I happened to, to go... When I, when, I, when I discovered him, I, I did it on YouTube, and I found the versions of a couple versions of his songs completely accidentally that were acoustic stuff where he just basically him and a a couple other guitar guys sat down and just um, did their songs and then after that i went out and i I heard the the actual radio versions which are these um, done by this uh, production company in in uh, nashville that um, had been his uh his his record company i guess they still are his record company but uh, anyway he's the guy that uh they got caught uh, uh, with the N-word thing here recently, so he's he's been. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be canceled. You know, you you just said that, and I had this picture of this country guy uh, carrying around like a sign with the with, and it just said N-word. N-word. He was N-word. And like, like he was just walking out of a place, like, and then the cameras were on him. He's like, "Oops, yeah." Um, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, he he said that somewhere. Yeah, so as the story goes, he and I actually uh, I went out and found found the video because it's, it's been a big thing. So he's he's the biggest. Uh, you and I don't talk about country music much because neither one of us are particularly uh, country music fans, uh, um, and uh, so so you know we we just don't go there much. But um, if anybody's listening for the first time, this is not a show that uh, usually talks about country music. But um, no, no, and and I mean, I I will listen to some country music because uh, Susie is a fan of of uh, she likes a lot of music, including country. She loves '90s R&B. Okay, but uh, there's a lot of country music that she listens to, and and so I will hear some of it here and there. Um, and so for me, I'm not necessarily a, there's a song here and there that I like, or I think that's really good. Um, I'm not a fan of country music, but I am a big, 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 big fan of country music fans. I just okay. want to let you know. That's, that's, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I love that. Well, works that well. So very uh, important to know. So he uh, he's written a lot of music for I guess uh, other artists, and uh, he's he's got some some writing chops, and is you know has been setting the, the 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 country world on fire. He was the guy that was supposed to be on on saturday night live and he got caught not masking and he's basically uh, just doesn't give a shit really too much about that was he replaced um when he was, was that- on saturday night live yeah that's yeah. i think the talking heads thing i think uh, was that night instead i think that's I know somebody. Oh, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of episodes. Uh, I, I, I know it, Machine Gun Kelly was on recently, but I, there was one where Jack White popped in oh, Jack White. to it replace Jack someone. White. Yeah, it was Jack White. I, 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 it was like the last minute yeah, thing yeah. where it was like he was maybe was. the was. day before or the day of. It was, yeah. It was Jack right, White. Right, right. Okay, because I vaguely remember you mentioning yeah. that or someone mentioning that. And I, I think he ended up, I think they rescheduled. I think he ended up back on the show. But um, anyway, right. so he's he, the, what the story is, he'd been out and he was with a uh, b- bunch of friends apparently and they were... Were, uh, they were drinking it up, and he's he's gotten in some uh, uh, he's gotten in some drinking uh, ish, some troubles with the law. What's his name again? Morgan Wallen, W A L L E N. Morgan, uh, Morgan Wallen. I see him. I see him. Yes, got, got the mullet. Um, 
Anyway, is is that why Theo Vaughn had him on? Yes, they, I think so. Because they they had a mullet connection. They're they a, they both had a the, group together. It, like they had held hands and gone to the barber together. They they had, right. they had the exact same do going on, and um, so uh, he they've been to the bar. He's been in some. Uh, he's had some drinking issues as far as trouble with the law and things in the past. And twenty uh, seven uh, year old guy, not not married. I don't know. Whatever. So, well, when I Googled him just to see what he looks like before you mentioned the mullet, I, I, I Google, you know, on uh, Morgan Wallen, and then it automatically uh, adds in racial slur. And then it's yeah. like, here are the headlines. Country music response to Wallen racism shows Republicans how they failed on green. Rolling Stone, Morgan Wallen's sales skyrocket after yes. racial slur controversy. I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm just like, all of this in the last... 24 hours up to like as recent as 15 minutes ago yeah well i for me it was just it was it was bizarre that i just discovered this guy and then uh, and and was kind of uh, kind of liking him and then all of a sudden uh, the shit falls out but um so he he's out with his friends they're drunk they they get home they're raising a lot of uh, hell out i guess making noise out in this in the street and it's some area in nashville where there's um look like a lot of condos that are fairly close together somebody's mad pissed off because they're honking horns and making noise and it's late at night and so they start uh, with their phone. They probably know he lives there for, for, for one thing. So it's Morgan Wallen. So they get their phone out and they get the window open and they get the phone out and they start recording what's going on. And um, he uh, in, uses the N-word in a way that uh, it was um, not calling anybody, you know, the N-word. What he said was he used it the way a black person might if they were uh, using it as a lot of times you hear this thing where they say we use it as a term of affection sort of thing he was saying he was telling somebody to take care of a friend of his make sure he, he doesn't get in, tr in more trouble and he referred to that friend I don't think who was a black person I think it was uh, just some white dude uh, as, as that you know that n-word Right, and, right. Um, okay. So it was one of those kind of things. Like he was pretending he was black, and he could use he could just throw out the N word as a you know as a uh, descriptor for his buddy, um, which you know of course, you know, we don't we don't do that. And um, so um, the uh, so he gets recorded. And then um, the day next day, you know, the, everything blows up on him the 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 uh, his management company doesn't officially i think the management company dropped him his record company is not officially dropped him they put him on i think hiatus is what they describe it um radio stations uh, cumulus stations the um iheart radio stations um maybe some others uh, pull him off the airwaves he gets disqualified from cmt t uh, well cmt is a yeah that's the tv network so he's off there um the um ACM Awards, the American, whatever it is, the ACM Awards. American Country Music, yeah, or yeah, I don't yeah. know the right. Yeah, yeah. So they, they they tell him he's not eligible for the awards this year. So he's 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 blackballed. He's 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 uh, he's canceled. But here's the thing: like you said, all of a sudden his record sales explode. People are, are downloading the stuff. They're they're buying the whatever you can purchase for for music. I don't even know how that works now because I stream everything. But these streams are going through the roof. Um, I probably I, I I guess I've contributed to that because I've listened to them since this is um, this has happened. Um, so um, 
I here's it's, it's strange because I, I I don't think in the end when this all when all the dust settles I think I think he's going to be back in some way. Um, it, will it be as a meteor meteor will the will the meteor rise as quickly? I can't say that word ever. Um, meteoric. Meteoric. Is that how we, is that the word? I don't know. That's how I would say it. All right. It, it, will it be a, a fast uh, climb, or is it going to be a slow crawl back into into the world? Uh, I think it's probably going to be a small crawl crawl back. But um, uh, I, it's 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 a strange situation with this one because uh, the the powers that be are trying to get rid of him, and then there's a bunch of people that are saying, should we? Should does he does he just need a timeout? Does he need does he need uh, the NAACP is, has uh, offered to um, have him visit their facilities, and they would uh, speak to him about um, about you know about the issue and then about his his attitude and where what m- mentally where is he coming from that he thinks he needs to use that word. Um, well, again, I don't know how effective that is. I don't know much about this kid, right? I and mean, you know, yeah. be- before you mentioned his name, I don't believe I'd ever seen or heard of him. Now, I while while looking him up, I came across and I saw this very quickly on Wikipedia, Adam Levine's team. So I'm like, oh, he's a voice kid, right? So he's he's born in '93. He'll be 28 soon, you know. So he's of a generation that possibly listen to hip-hop right you know even if you're a country music kid right like it's part of the thing now i'm not giving him a pass on anything like that right you know it it, i don't know where he was specifically in a bar who recorded it why they recorded it why they put it out in the world they're like oh my god i can't believe he just said that and again i i've i've been in public and i've called out a white guy for saying the word actually and i i was out of line because he said it or he was saying something to his black friend in a way that I'm like, are you like, I don't know either of them, but there's something about the one friend's comfort in public to use the word with the black friend in a way. And then the black friend, you know what I'm saying again? And I don't know their whole story. I don't know their situation, but at the same time, it didn't feel right to me. And this is years ago. Right. And, and I, and, and it was probably really dumb on my part to step up. I when driving Uber years ago. There were a bunch of kids in the car saying it, white kids. And I called them out for it too. And I was just like, I was not, I like, there was just something about it. It was like, are you like, I don't, it's not like, not that it doesn't offend me, but it's like how fucking, you know, I don't know. I just, again, it's a word and words should be, are able to be used, but they're, are consequences when using certain words whether or not you should get canceled for your whole career or whatever you know in uh, disingenuous apologies are fucked up you know meeting with the NAACP not knowing this kid's background how fucking effective is that really going to be right yeah like i, I, I don't, don't know. know that that brings people together and you understand things right you know it's just you know, it, it, we're not going to turn around society, you, you know, in, in, in America after the last, you know, last administration, pandemic, economy, if we keep with differences and going down this road, right? I don't have a solution for it, but I don't, I just don't think it's effective. You know, it's like, I, I it's not that I don't care about whether or not he gets canceled or not. It's just sort of like, okay, well, you know, does he even think he did anything wrong? That would be that would be the question. You know, you know, he really would. And um, 
Yeah, like you. Do I, I don't. I've seen him on an interview or two. I just discovered him. Uh, I don't know anything, obviously, about him personally. What what his you know day to day mindset is. What what why he's got this in his head. To, I, I saw one of these country music uh, radio guys, um, uh, a guy named Bobby Bones, that's got a national a national radio show. Uh, and uh, he's a really uh, he's a thoughtful, level-headed sort of sort of guy. This Bobby Bones guy is, and uh, and he's friends with him. That they've 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 uh, had a lot of interaction, I guess. Apparently, and he said, "I don't." He, he Bobby Bones says, um, "I don't understand why it was in his head. What what made him?" He said, "It's not in my head. It's not anything that would come out of my mouth because it's not there to begin with." So. Um, you know, it's not like it's, it's percolating around. And they both grew up, it sounds like, um, in similar situations. Grew up in the South. Uh, I don't know where Bobby Bones is from, but uh, I know that this guy's from East Tennessee, um, which is, you know, pretty podunk, Southern, segregated as as shit yet, the, those areas of the South. We like to think that you and I talked about this recently on the show when I was uh, traveling through there recently on vacation. Um, there's a... There's a huge difference in the South between uh, the way people's attitudes and, and uh, you know, are they racist? Um, yeah, for sure. There's there's that elements there. And then there's um, also just this um, strange segregation that's uh, by choice. And I don't mean segregated because we're, we're, we're saying you guys stay on that side of the tracks uh, because that's where, you, you, you know, we want you to be there. They segregate because they in a lot of cases because they they want to be segregated there's there's still a lot of racial sure. differences that are going on that um we don't understand i don't i, I it reminded me i've got a, a from years ago a friend of mine was from mississippi um and um he would throw out stuff like you said occasionally throw out throw the word out and uh, i'd be like dude you can't say that and it's like what you know it's like and he had, he was so confused when when we would call him out on it. he's like what do you mean he goes hey, you know He's like, I'm from Mississippi. It's like everybody in Mississippi, right. you know, that's the way everybody, white and black, they all, they all talk that way. And I'm like, yeah, well, right. it, doesn't well work. it doesn't work anymore. I mean, listen, I don't know if or when it ever worked or was good. It, it is, it's one of those things I just never been comfortable using the word. Don't like it uh, for the, me. Um, I don't necessarily, I, I'm not one of those guys the same way I don't need a white history month or... To have a white meetings and shit like I don't need, I, I don't need a pass to use it, and I'm not going to go turn on you know the hip hop community or someone in the black community for using the word and go well they're hypocrites or it's not my fucking jam. I just you know I it's it's again like I, I want to get to this. I'd like to get to this point where we sort of if there are cultural differences, fine. There are socioeconomic differences in different communities. And like when you're telling them talking about those white, those segregated communities. And I think about the possibility of a, a low income, um, economically depressed white area and black area. There's probably a lot of similarities culturally in terms of language, lexicon, et cetera, not necessarily, but in terms of how those communities sort of struggle. Right. And I, and I think, that's one of one of you know one of the things about the last administration getting those people to vote for that you know what i'm saying not based based on race a lot of it you know what i mean if if if, if nothing else implied so when are we going to get to the point or how do we get to the point where we can move closer and bring some communities like that 
together in some way, in some thoughtful way that is actually effective? Uh, well, it's been yeah, is that possible? 50 years. I don't know. No, I, I don't know if it's possible or not. I, I'm not, I don't live there and I don't know. Here's, here's what, yeah. here's what I'm going to do personally. And I've been, I've been in this mindset, I guess, for a little while uh, anyway, and I've talked about it. The, um, and I heard Sharice Taylor, God bless her heart, a, a person that you and I have, uh, talked to online. Um, she's, uh, from St. Louis. She's a, uh, a black woman. Um, and right after this event came out, she had been listening to The Voice. Uh, no, not The Voice. The, the View, um, which I think The View could, they could change the name of that. They could just call that The Vitriol. And that would be uh, probably a more suiting um, title for that show. But uh, anyway, so she's watching The Vitriol and uh, they were the women on there were, were talking about it. And that's where she became aware of it because like you and I, she's not a big country music person. But her um, little, she gave a little one minute thing on Twitter, a little, uh, uh, she recorded, she records a lot of stuff live. She does a lot of Periscope stuff and, right. and, and does a lot of live type stuff. But she said in her viewpoint as a black woman, um, here's who should be using the word and in here's who should be using it uh, and how they should be using it. She said, nobody, nobody, black, white should be using the word ever in any context. And she said, I, she goes, and you can bring up this terms of endearment thing that likes to get thrown about. She said, but um, no, that's not actually ever the, the, the way it should be used or could be used or it just needs to go away. And me personally, as as a as a white boy in the middle of Iowa, uh, I I've just now I don't I, I will I I don't listen to any more and I've listened to a lot of hip hop I, I have but I do not listen to anything now that uses the word I don't I just it it turns me off in such a major way I don't care how mm. they're using it as it, soon as it comes on if I, something comes on and the first one drops it's like it's gone I shut it off I just I just don't <laughs> listen to it anymore I have no interest yeah. and also the record companies. The, the 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 big uh, people that are off in, in 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 their palaces wherever that are trying to make these decisions about Morgan Wallen or anybody else um, I think they're completely and totally the record companies are disingenuous because they're on one side of their face they're 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 perfectly willing to let people profit off using the word in whatever way shape or form and and put that lexicon in front of a bunch of idiot white boys like me and make me not make me think about it. So I thought about it already. I processed it and, and, and I don't need to think about the idea that I'm not going to use it anymore. I, I, I but I'm also don't need to be exposed to it anymore. And you're not going to profit off of me by selling me something that includes it. So go fuck yourself. I'm not buying it from you or anybody else that's using it. And if, if that's in your lexicon and you feel the need to use it, as a black person, that's 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 fine if you want to do that. But in my, it won't be in my presence because I'm not going to be around you much if you are. Right. Well, there was a while ago. I don't know when this happened. It may have been on Anchor. It may have been when we started doing the record, uh, recording the podcast about three and a half years ago, where um, you did not use the R word, right? I still try and to stay away from that because I think for the most part, right? Yeah, and yeah. again, it is something of our. It's it's there's something of um, you're a little bit older than me, but we're not that far apart in terms of generationally. And and you know you obviously existed through my time when I was growing up in the in the eighties. But there were two words that we used: retard and gay. That's retard. You weren't referring to a person, right? And you weren't necessarily referring to homosexuality when you called something stupid gay. I mean, my kids' generation still do 
do that. They may do it with the R word as well. I was listening to Mayim Bialik's um, podcast I, yesterday. I just mm-hmm. came across it, right? And you know, she was she was um, Blossom on NBC in right. the eighties, right? right? And and uh, she wasn't acting. She's had, I think, she has multiple PhDs, very smart, whatever. And she had um, this guy, uh, co-creator of the Big Bang Theory, on Bill Prady. And essentially, this guy has Asperger's, and and the two of them really connected. And and her podcast and how she used the word and how she explained. I wish I can remember the how she described. You know, anyone with a neurological thing. There was a very positive way of saying it, and she explained it in such a way that it was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, I can finally, you know. And also listening to that other kid. Remember that uh, Mark Marin interviewed that kid that I told you about, um, the comedian Rick Glassman. Right. Yeah. 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 And and he's also has Asperger's. So it's now I think it's autism level one. Right. And and actually it's interesting that this kid Rick Glassman, who's a comedian, an actor, that he and this creator of of co-creator of uh, Big Bang Theory, Bill Prady, um, neither of necessarily got sarcasm and asked a lot of questions and didn't process things a certain way but they both developed using sarcasm as a way to cope and understand it mm-hmm. you know right so someone else would say something and they're being sarcastic and then they're like that doesn't make sense like that's no that's terrible no i was being sorry so you know it, it's and so it, it, as far as canceling a word though right there was a funeral for the n-word there's certain things and what it does sometimes is that then it sort of um, it it demonizes the word. It's, it makes it like um, off limits, like you know. And then it'd be like, and then there are a segment of the population that's like, "Fuck you, then." Right? I want to use the word even more now. Right. And again, I and I'm not saying that the, don't don't do it. I just I don't know what's effective, and not all things are effective with all people. But how do you really get through to to someone or some people? Like I w- so one of the things I wanted to talk about it and and uh, is. I was listening to this podcast today because, you know, I listen to a lot of NPR and I'm kind of sick of news a lot. Um, and there's this show called Through the Cracks. It's WAMU, which is public radio in the D.C. area. And it's about this young girl. Uh, her She was eight years old, Relisha Rudd, and she disappeared from a homeless shelter. She lived there with her mother and the mother's boyfriend, whom she called dad and had been in her life for years. And she's been missing since 2014. And it was sort of one of these things where it's like you you listen to it and they still haven't found her. And the guy who was caring for her on that particular day uh, killed his wife. He was a janitor at the homeless shelter. And, and, then he was found dead. I don't know if he killed himself. Whatever it is, you're like, and when this thing happened, when it hit the news, like the the mother of this child who would now be around 15 um, hasn't done any interviews with the the podcast um, uh, host because she went through the news media thing. And what do you think happened? All of a sudden, the mother is blamed for everything. And you listen to the stories and the community and and the mother. And, and the mother's sister and the mother's mother and the boyfriend and how they grew up and he was in a foster home. And it was like, 
eight kids and and uh, you know two siblings that were murdered one possibly drowned and then the other one was murdered at two by the boyfriend or whatever and you're like what the f-? and you i'm listening to this thing and you know if if obviously if this had happened and it's a very different community in a more affluent community particularly a affluent white community you, you it's all you would hear about you would you would hear about it on every media outlet, right? And so, placing blame on the individual doesn't really help to to you know shed light on it and understand it. And then, whose responsibility is it to to start to change socioeconomic, race, culture? And I don't have the answer to that, and I don't know that anyone has ever had the answer to that. And so it, it, it's, you know, but it's one of those things where I'm sitting here getting ready for the podcast, and my computer shuts down, and I'm all pissed off, and I'm like, well, the fuck, I listen. I'm like, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up. You're an idiot. You don't know. You have zero perspective. And again, I don't know if I'll listen to that whole podcast. I was thinking about donating to the radio station for specifically for that podcast. Because I'm like, you know what? This is being told in a way that I'm like, it's resonating with me. You know, like I feel something, but I don't know what I'll do beyond that. Hmm. I don't know. I just, you know, I don't know that stories are enough. And I just don't know what the thing is going to be to help change the thing or, or, you know, move the needle forward in a positive way. Yeah. No, I don't either. I, I don't have any answers. I think, just like I said, for me, all I can do now is, is uh, with with things like these these big big things like this. As as you start thinking about them, is okay. I can affect my own behavior uh, certainly. Um, and uh, past that, I I think people sometimes get too wrapped up in trying to figure out how to change the world instead of really wondering about what they can do that, themselves. But um, yeah, but I don't think it does any good. I just saw this article from the, uh, which I was going to relate to the, what we're talking about with the N-word thing. There's a, a New York Times reporter that uh, they let go. He got fired um, this week um, because, okay, he's a guy that's been with the New York Times for 47 years. And uh, he had been, uh, apparently he had done a, um, he was involved with a, a trip with a bunch of students a year ago uh, before pre pre pandemic when people were still uh, traveling and they were in Peru and there was a group of students and the students were telling him a story about a friend of theirs that had um, apparently as a as a young child had uh, a 12 when he, the kid was 12 the kid had recorded something with the, with their phone and had dropped uh, apparently the n-word somewhere in something that they had recorded on their phone and had posted that out to social media and had gotten in uh, a, a bunch of problems over that and was kind of being canceled. And you know, I think uh, it seemed like the reference there, as I recall, had something to do with being denied access into into some uh, uh, like college uh, type opportunities and things like that. And so they were they were posting this question to this guy, this older older you know adult leader in the group, and saying, "What do you think about this? Should a twelve year old be held responsible for for um, dropping this word?" And so the guy started asking them questions. He said, "Well, how how was it? What in what context was it used? Was it used as uh, was this person trying to recreate rap lyrics, or was trying to, you know, he was trying to get some some idea of exactly what went on in the video?" And when he 
when he was asking the questions, apparently he didn't say the N-word. He actually dropped the word himself. He, he said, when they said this, did they blah, blah, blah. And he, he was just using the, the language that, that uh, apparently the... the um, I think the kids that actually use the the language. Right. I'm I'm reading I'm reading the Daily Beast article about it right yeah. now, and I and I see that that it was a dinner conversation. Now these were young kids. I don't know when this happened. Was this recent? No, it was a, it was uh, sometime pre-pandemic. It was sometime in, in early 2019, I guess. Apparently. Re regardless, I don't know the context. He's a science reporter apparently, and he has yeah. been there for some time. And he's like, you know, the question it said here is um, the science reporter further described the word incident as having occurred during a dinner discussion about the use of racial slurs in which one student on the trip asked whether a classmate should have been suspended for using racist rhetoric in a video. Uh, a precursor to this video leading to his firing. That's not what it says. That's what I'm, I'm processing. Yeah. You know, and, and he says, uh, I, I asked if she had called someone else the slur or whether she was rapping or quoting a book, like you said, in asking the question, I used the slur itself, which makes total sense to me that he did that. I get it, but not in the context of a conversation with young kids, relatively young kids. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I don't know. I, again, I can't put myself in his head, but I'm reading a bit. He's like, uh, you know, I, he apologized for extraordinarily bad judgment. He could have just said, did they use the word rather than even say the N word if he's somehow opposed to that? You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, that, that, that's a that's a more challenging one, and and then you know, I don't know. I, um, that is more challenging, and so the guys after forty seven years, uh, they <laughs> give him the box. Go fill go fill your box. Get your stuff. Get out of here. That is, if he was forty seven years, yeah, the guy doesn't look that old. Yeah, yeah. So he must have started when he was young, and he's who's still I mean, still at it. But they they fired him over the thing. I we've got to come up with with better ways. Uh, I think. Okay. Part well, of the, it, it says that he resigned. Is that true? Did well, he resign? Well, or he would have been probably been fired. They, they gave him the option to resign because under pressure. Because uh, it sounded like at first they were they were there was uh, some some level of discussion at some point where they were going to try to uh, you know let him continue and and uh, step away gracefully. But um, they got uh, pressure from from the the, the seagulls. Uh, the, when I say the seagulls, I mean you know loud birds squawking at people, um, which is what a lot of times what this pressure looks like or feels like i think to companies to people that are worried about about what this is going to look like and um, so it became for the new york times it became more advantageous for them to uh take this this colleague of theirs this person who had been um <laughs> a loyal a loyal uh employee uh for for their company for 47 fucking years and and say all right you're gone you know we're, we're gonna get well ready. i mean here it says again i don't know it says in a letter to the staff friday donald mcneil jr announced he was standing down from the paper after 45 years saying he originally thought the context in which i use the ugly word could be defended but now realized it cannot top bosses had previously said he should be given another chance i think there was pushback from other staffers yeah. Um, you know, and again, was. and I, it's, it's tough. Yeah. There probably was pushback. And, um, I, because there, there, a lot of times there are people who, who very vaguely associate them with the fact, them, themselves with the facts and, um, unfairly, I think, um, 
try to apply their their vague reckoning of what what actually has gone gone on or is as uh, or, or how this potentially might harm someone moving forward and um, put demands on companies and, and and things like that because of their own virtue signaling. In, in many cases, I think it's uh, it's. Um, it really comes down to somebody trying to make themselves feel good uh, for a reason that is uh, completely disingenuous, and and I, I just think we got to come up with with I'm, either one of these guys. Um, do I think they should be let off, or the the country singer, or the the reporter with um, without any sort of uh, you know. Uh, uh, punishment, if you will, I, I guess I don't know how, how that works out, but should should there be a way to to work them back into what they were doing? Probably, I think so. I mean, I really do. I think we, we gotta, well, listen, we gotta learn I, to forgive it, it, people. Quite frankly, quite frankly, they both can, right? They both can, depending on their contracts. Like the the uh, musician, the Wallen kid. I mean, he can put out his own music in his own way. He can't. The only way, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he's out of his record contract, they decide they're going to step away from it or probably just let it blow over, especially yeah. when they see the sales spike when who the hell buys music anymore other than streaming. Yeah, that's I mean, what people I was, do, I guess. Yeah, maybe yeah. in country music they do, maybe in different t- genres they do. But, you know, so he's got that option, right? You know, the only way he wouldn't have an issue, he would have an issue is if... You know, Spotify and Apple and all these other platforms say, fuck you, we're not carrying your music, we're canceling you, right? Which I think happened, I feel like that happened with um, R. Kelly, right? Uh, Spotify, I think, did it with R. Kelly for a minute. I don't know if he's if he, uh, that's a good question. I don't know because Ke- I mean, this has come up. Well, Marilyn Manson this week. You know, are they going to get rid of uh, his? Stuff? I don't know anything about him. Uh, well, he's been accused well, of of being Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, not that I don't know anything about him. I I know plenty about about him. I mean, and and uh, his antics, his stuff. He's all over the place. Drug yeah. relationships, yeah. whatever. I mean, again, I don't care to at times. I find him entertaining. I find uh, you know uh, enjoyed some of the music. Um, it's he's he's a little too Marilyn Manson for me in terms of everything. It's just I don't. Yeah, and at this point, as he as he's probably in his late forties now, I'm just like, I'm not saying don't be you. Iggy Pop is Iggy Pop at any age, you know. But at the same time, it's like just enough with you. (laughs) We don't care. Cancel Marilyn Manson. Don't cancel him. Just put him aside. Put him in a corner. Let him have his people. Well, fuck that guy. There was another guy, uh, Ryan Adams, Uh, not Brian Adams, but Ryan Adams, who's a Um, yes singer songwriter guy. Yes, Mm -hmm. Um, who I think. I, just, I I would say uh, without without hesitating, he's maybe uh, one of I, I, w- I would put him in the top four or five uh, singer songwriter types mm-hmm. of all types uh, um, uh, ever, uh, in, in, at least in recent history. In, in the last, um, I say the last mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. couple decades, mm-hmm. he's he's yes. he's a, an amazing okay. songwriter, mm-hmm. um, and um, he in really is a, a, a talent at performing his own stuff as well. Sometimes mm-hmm. these singer-songwriters um, can't sing very well, but uh, they, they can write a great song. Um, he is has been amazing. So he got accused of the same kind of stuff Marilyn Manson has been accused of most recently, which is basically being a rock star and, and acting the way these guys used to act. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think, listen, I think there's more of a complexity there in terms of being a rock star. I understand what you're saying there, but you're talking about um, stuff, uh, mistreatment of women or abuse or or sexual antics of stuff that may 
using using Could, their influence, their power, their position, uh, right. to to uh, unduly pressure women into and having sex with them is really what it comes down to. And then and being a, a misanthropic a dick, you know, when they are in the presence of women, mm-hmm. I think that's been over overwhelmingly um, the case for many 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 musicians uh, since uh, probably the you know since the rock and roll things come along sure sure you know. I mean again but I mean, it, I mean I, my way of looking at it is just because it was a thing in being a rock star and that's what to is to be exte- expected in a lot of times is that the culture was the culture you know let's be better change things you know oh, what i, I mean agree, or, I or i mean yeah. and we're more in a public world now where everything is reported f- even if it happens in private you right. know in a bar when you right. say a word whatever yeah. and that so and and my understanding what little i don't pay attention to this stuff a lot but mandy moore who's now married to the guy from dawes right another yeah. six you know talented musician another guy uh, yeah. you know and and it would seem that she married up she was with ryan adams and it would seem that and it, from the reporting that Ryan Adams was real shitty to a lot of women. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Real shitty. You yes. Know? Yeah. And, and again, I, I, I will say this is that I don't care who you are, what you do is that, and I've been shitty to people I have, but that we stop be, we, we, we stop being shitty to people that we are better. We are better to others. You know, that's what I strive for. And I suck at it. Well, I want to be better personally and I think we'd well, be better if most people behave that way. I think, John, you should get a, on one arm, you should get a Ryan Adams tattoo. And on the other arm, Marilyn Manson. Just just get their image tattooed on your arms and just. That's that's for you, sir. You have at it. Have at it. I'll pay for the tattoo. Okay. Get you some of the but, legal mushrooms and just, you uh, know. Yeah. I, I will I will pay for those tattoos for you, uh, and but I get to choose exactly where they go, and you can't say no. And I would put them on your neck or your cheeks, or I'm not sure, little teardrops, one on each side of each of them, and then we can have them drip right down. I killed um, I killed Marilyn Manson, and then I traveled across the country and mm-hmm. killed Ryan Adams. Um, did yeah. you see? Since you 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 seem to be on Twitter and paying attention to the things that are trending, that I'm I, I honestly I wouldn't have known about the Wallen guy. I wouldn't have known about Marilyn Manson. I wouldn't have known about like most of it, and I would have been fine. But I I did see something that I found very disconcerting. Was the did you see the shovel uh, neighbor the neighborly dispute in Pennsylvania that no. led to uh, a shooting? No. I did okay, not. Okay, so that one. it's uh this is a suburban neighborhood in Pennsylvania. I don't know the name of the town, um, but it was uh close to Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Scranton in that area, I think. Um the husband and wife are shoveling on their side. There is a camera on the top of their house, and across the street there's a neighbor whom you do not see on camera much, and the husband and the wife are yelling. Apparently the dispute started when the husband and the wife were shoveling snow and putting it on the neighbor's property. I would imagine if they are live across the street from one another, this is not the first time they've had issues. It goes back and forth, back and forth. A friend of mine sent me the video. It almost it seemed fake. Everything about it seemed fake. The position of the camera, what you could see, what you could hear, and the wife is pushing shovel uh, snow with her shovel into the street toward the guy's property. The guy is like just angry. He's about to go back in his house, and the husband's coming at him, pointing his finger, calling him a queer, a pussy. Yeah, that's right. Go back in. But anyway, the guy comes back out with a gun 
shoots the husband and the wife, the wife in the middle of the street, residential, not a lot of, no traffic. And, and then the husband like retreats. He didn't protect his wife, retreats to his driveway. And then he's off camera and he's down and he's, and then it, you, nothing for a while, nothing for a while. Neighbors come down, they run down the street, they see this, they check on them. And then you hear the guy, the husband in just, just moaning in pain and like like breathing in a way that you're like this guy's not going to make it and the wife in the street like you know fucking she's on the street and, and then the guy comes back out with another gun this is after the neighbors must have heard or seen him coming and they ran back down the street because fuck you know we well, have nothing to do with this and he basically just shot and killed them then he went back in his house got another gun and killed himself <sighs> and you're like like I watched that and I can't believe I watched it. I was like, I didn't think it was real. I just thought it was. And then I Googled it and sure enough, it was on the New York post. It was in a lot of publications. Shit. Like, I mean, it's a closed case, you know, it was just like, okay, here's what it was. What the fuck? Yikes. Anti, what? Anti-social like, media, right? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like I, like I, I've gotten angry a lot in, in my life over really dumb, dumb things. And, I've told you the story about the police officer when, you know, when Kylie was an infant, two weeks old, and we were moving out of New York City, and the police officer was ticketing my vehicle, and he was a big, you know, stocky guy. Like, he was short, short like, maybe, like, 5'5", five, five. Mm -hmm. you know, probably about as wide as he is tall, and he was on a moped, and he was writing me the tickets, and I was stressed out, about to move to New Jersey, second child, you know, Andrea, you know, my then-wife. It was not going to work. She made more money than I did, and I was going to have to work, and which I had my job, but we were going to have to live on my salary, and I was going to have to commute into Manhattan, and and I was stressed. And I get got a little mouthy with him, and he got off of his moped. Mm -hmm. And I, I may have said something about his moped. I don't remember. Whatever I did or said, it was stupid. I should have just let him write. Hey, the you little fucker! You gonna get <laughs> off that moped and hit hey, me? Hey, little big guy! Oh, <laughs> Mister Little Big Fucking Guy! What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Fuck! Gonna do get off that fucking moped! You gonna you can't yeah. afford so a I real motorcycle? <laughs> I didn't say any of that. I just said something about a quota. I don't know if I said anything about a moped, but it's so bad to me in my head that I'm like, I must have. I must have. This guy got off of his fucking moped, you know, and he stopped writing that ticket, and he started coming. He just started walking toward me. And I put my arms up, and I started walking backwards. <laughs> and I started walking backwards. Now, what? I don't know that guy. He doesn't know me. And my point of this is, is that on that day, I, I, I think about that moment a lot, is that either one of us could have done something very differently that could have changed that situation. Where if there were, you know, if, if I had decided to like go like, oh, yeah, oh, Mr. Big fucking guy. Mr. Mr. Tough Guy, because this guy could have taken me if he wasn't a cop, right? He was. He looked like a very strong guy mm -hmm. with a low center of gravity. You know, he would have <laughs> taken me. His his ground game would have been serious. He would have just fucking pounded me to death with his giant fucking fists. Um, and so you know, and, and again, it's just. I don't want to ever get caught up in shit like that. I saw my dad. I, I saw my dad do that once at a at a football game. I'll have to ask him about it. He probably won't remember it. And I think there were some guys that were drinking and they were maybe using some language. I don't know how old I was. I wasn't like seven. I may have been a young teenager. 
and he got into it with the fucking guy and i was just like holy shit you know and my dad may have been correct or righteous in terms of his thing but it still was not a good situation you know like right. again it could have gone ugly you know and you know worst case scenario you get kicked out of this you know best case scenario nothing happens after the outburst you know and you know second best scenario is maybe you get kicked out right but there are so many other situations that aren't good yeah i yeah uh people lose their shit and they uh you know it's it's crazy I, we were watching uh okay so on um apple tv that that uh, new movie uh the uh, movie with justin timberlake oh palmer 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 which you and i both thumbs up we right? both watched yes yeah we yeah, yeah we, really we did yeah mm -hmm. so i went back and i just was thinking about I, I thought well justin timberlake he's he's yeah, you know, obviously he can sing, um, and uh, he's a pretty, he's a damn good actor too. So I I was like, okay, I should go back and look at uh, you know some other some other stuff. See if I can watch another Justin Timberlake thing. So I, I went and uh, started looking for uh, some of his movies, and uh, the this movie where he's oh god Jesus, uh, I should look it up here. Where he, it's a uh, it's a true story that uh, they followed a storyline that had been made famous off of the basically off the tv show cops they had been re reporting about this this group of kids that um ended up uh basically they were drug dealers and they end up uh kidnapping this kid and uh they kidnap the kid because the the kid that they uh kidnap is a brother of a guy that owes them money so um in the movie the brother that owes them money is played by what's that's this actor's name i'm trying to remember it um he's really intense uh he was mar married to robin wright penn after 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 she left sean penn sean penn yeah yeah i'm trying to think of the name anyway it'll come to me but um he has this the, the, this actor has this scene in this movie not justin timberlake but the other guy has this scene in the movie where he uh, basically just completely loses his temper in the most crazy way i'm watching this and i'm thinking if ever i need help with my temper i just need to watch that scene <laughs> because if you watch that scene <laughs> and look at this guy It'd be like I'm never gonna. Live. It's called Alpha Dog is the movie, um, and if you ever want to just convince yourself that losing your temper is an ugly, ugly experience, then watch that little, little, uh, little snippet where he goes through this. And the actor is the movie's got a bunch of people in it. Just oh, at Ben Foster, Ben Foster, Ben Foster, yeah, ben yeah, Foster. right, 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 yeah. A great movie. It's got Bruce Willis and uh, Justin Timberlake. Emil Hirsch uh, is. Uh, Mm -hmm. is in it uh, harry dean stanton's got a role in it a bunch of people like that but hmm. uh yeah if you what if watch that movie and check out that little part you'll you'll not want to lose your temper again because it's, it's on a person that really completely loses their shit he he does a good job of portraying it and it's it's an ugly scene so I, have you watched um i watched a uh, a movie that's on netflix last night and it's called below zero a spanish action film have you heard heard of it or seen it? Uh, I have heard of it, and I, it seems like maybe I've seen it. But um, well, you would remember seeing it. I mean, it was uh, Spanish, a, huh? okay. police officers and prisoners and a prison transfer. That is all I will say about it. 
Oh, maybe, okay. I, maybe I haven't seen it then. I don't think you've seen it. It's called Below Zero. just came out on January 29th. Okay. And I watched it yesterday. My dad recommended it to me. And I'm going to tell you, this film, uh, it... it I don't know, I don't watch a lot of movies these days, but I don't know if there's been an American independent or maybe in, uh, an American action movie that is is like this, right? There, it was sort of understated, but really dark. And there was a complexity to the characters. Not all, not all of them were all good or all bad, police or prisoners. And... Uh, and it's it's in a pretty intense roller coaster ride. If if you get a chance to watch it, watch it. Let me know what you think. I really liked it a lot. And I just figured out by watching. I was just looking at it while you're talking about that. I'm writing this down. Below zero. Um, in that movie, Alpha Dog, the the actor Anton Yelchin is uh, is in it. And uh, I just I was like, why is this kid so familiar? And then I just figured out what happened to him. He he ended up. He's the one that. Um, I think he was in his 20s and was going to be an up-and-coming... Uh, yeah, Russian kid who was in uh, the Star Trek movie, the new Star Trek movies. The yeah, he ended up getting squashed by his own car. He, he, no, I didn't know that. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, he was in he was in one of those Hollywood-type, you know, Hollywood Hills-type houses, and he got out of his... He, got, he had like a Jeep, uh, like Cherokee or something like that, and he got out of the vehicle to uh, do something with his gait. And uh, when he... The, he didn't put the vehicle all the way into park. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, and he gets out and goes over to the gate, and he's like fucking around with the gate, and the car like rolls and okay. turns around. Yeah. Ah! Jesus Christ. Yesterday, yesterday I worked on The Equalizer. I told you that, um, I, I think I told you personally that I was working on a TV show. Um, you know, the, the union called me to do one day driving a van generator, and so when you work, uh, you know, do a van generator, you literally go to someone's home or or some generator company and you pick up the the generator gas generator and it's, it's essentially a, a a cargo van that has a generator in it right a diesel generator in the back and and so you get it to location wherever you're shooting and you park it for the most part and you stay there all day until you finish shooting right so you know i go i, I get to the house at like 6 45 a.m you know leave by seven i was supposed to pick it up by 7 30 crew's not going to get to set crew call times not until 10 30 so i get to the location i pull it in to this um big parking lot and then this like alley in the back of this place and it's a lot of snow and ice and i back it up this hill and because it's on a hill like it's they've got to level it so right they have these like three-step blocks for the front and back so the electric who's going to power up the generator all i have to do is drive it there park it keep it and then get it back to where it needs to go and so he you know there's um a stairwell cement stairwell on the one side of me and then a, a wall mural on the other side of me i think i sent you pictures right yeah, yeah yeah it's real narrow so i back up the thing and then you know i i the guy's like right up against the mural wall and you know he puts them down and he's there and and i'm starting to, to go up it so i put it in you know first it's automatic, but I put it in first to try to get up on these, but I can't get up on these. And at one point, while he's up against the wall, because of the ice, I can't fucking stop. I'm like trying to step on the brake, but I keep slipping, and it scared the fuck out of me, you know? Right, yeah. And I was like, and then, so then I stopped it. I'm like, oh, holy, holy fucking shit, I'm so sorry. Like, nothing happened. It's not going to go. He didn't get hurt, but I mean, it's still a scary moment because he started running, you know, backwards, finally. And then the next couple of times I tried to get up. I just said to him, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta back, you can't be that close. You know what I mean? I need more, you know? Um, 
And so, you know, it's the idea of something like that happening, and, and that's not something that would have happened to me, but I mean, if it happened to someone else and I'm behind their wheels, like, holy fuck, but I can't imagine. Oof, yeah, know? bad, 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 bad day, bad way. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would recommend Below Zero. Uh, it's not like uh, happy, fun time watching. Um, it's kind of, you know, when you said Below Zero, I, I, okay, so it's, uh, we started the show a little bit uh, when I was complaining about the weather, but uh, it's it's like five degrees uh, right now. We have uh, in Iowa, we have uh, roughly, uh, I would guess, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of two feet of snow on the ground uh, right now. And um, so it's five above right now. You said it's 45 there. I was looking at the... Um, Looking at the forecast here, and it looks like we will see the warmest temperature in the next, uh, I'm looking at a seven-day forecast here, uh, it looks like in the next seven days, the warmest temperature we will have is four degrees above zero. Whoa! I mean, I'm looking at the next seven days, and um, our coldest temperature is going to be 12 degrees, and that's only one day. For the most part, it ranges between 19 and 27, for the most part, the lows. And the highs here are 37 Fahrenheit to like 27 over the next week. Yeah. We're supposed to get snow tomorrow. Don't know how much. My dad told me eight inches. I called him um, and today, and I was like, Dad, are you all right? You sound winded. He was like, I was shoveling. He was shoveling more because there were just mounds of snow. And he's like, yeah, I'm shoveling before the more snow comes on top of that snow. I'm like, okay. Like I, I'm like, it's going to melt eventually. Not at four degrees if that's your highest temperature. That's for sure. Yeah, we've got uh, yeah, a lot of minus 10, minus 15 kind of stuff at night. Well, minus 16. Uh, well, that's yeah. kind of sort of telling. You posted um, that you say that about the temperatures and what the winter has been like in recent in the weather is you posted a picture of what I believe to be your house. This, I mean, a video on, on Instagram, right? Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, and I was like, and I said, Oh, it's a beautiful winter wonderland or something. And I think you responded to me. Like I, I have it right here somewhere, but it was like, that. that's a positive take. It, yeah. Yeah. It, Whatever it was, because I mean, I mean, that's what it looked like, right? I, I realized, wasn't experiencing the weather. Yeah. I realized this, the snow was coming down so hard. The flakes were so big. I looked up the house. I was getting out of the, out of the vehicle and I, it was like, yeah, this really, you know, I was like, ah, you know, then I realized, wow, this is really, you know, you should just take a moment and realize that this is really pretty right now. Right. And it's, even though it's going to snow right. eight inches in the next, uh, like three hours and yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. I shoving. just wrote quite the winter wonderland exclamation point, And your response was very positive way to frame it <laughs> and again i was like hey you framed it you posted it i'm I, yeah <laughs> no yeah. i i i knew i had to do that because i've and i've and i've broken out i have uh i have a i bought this uh years ago i bought a um a, a parka i told my, my wife said you, you get you get the big coat out and i said don't call it a big coat it's a parka so i've got my survival parka i've got this arctic um expedition kind of survival parka i've got the um the big snowmobile kind of boots uh mm -hmm. i got all that stuff we, we and are, you have the beard right now right uh yeah um the uh, the the good point of all this is uh, is that um, Monday I am getting a sauna delivered uh, in in home sauna unit thing that we bought uh, that looks pretty cool. I actually went out and looked at it. It's uh, um, it's like this uh, it's like this uh, box thing almost that you snap together and uh, but very well very well made very well constructed. It's a uh, infrared sauna three person infrared sauna. It's got a um, it's got a built-in um, 
uh, it's like a it's like a car stereo that's that they built into these things that uh, mm -hmm. um, is going to be really nice. And uh, so yeah, that, that's going to. How, how big is this sauna? You said three person. Three bro. person. So um, st when I was standing up next to it, it um, it would have I think it's six feet high at, at the at okay. the very, very top of it. So it's right. So it's six feet high. Um, I should know the measurements, but um, width wise, it's wide enough that um, you probably w it would be a little bit comfy in there uh, too. You know, you'd be a little close. I guess what I'm saying with uh, three people, but it's a three person sauna. You could sit three people in there. But and where does it live? Like where where are you going to place it? We're going to put it in our uh, basement. We're going to put it uh, in your basement. In okay, our, in our basement, right. it'll fit. Your ceilings in the basement or or just above six feet. Our ceilings in the basement are, you know, the, probably we got nine feet down there. We've got, yeah, and you've gone to saunas, right? Yes, I've spent a lot of time in saunas. Yeah, I've, I've right, right. Nice it. thing is you don't have to look at some some guy's, you know, family jewels right yeah. there in your face. That's about having a home sauna. And the other thing I think that's really nice about it is that if you're out and about and you're dealing with some road rage situation or whatever, it'd be like you need to avoid the confrontation because, you know what, you've got an infrared sauna in your home. Exactly. I can just you know camp out there and uh yeah it'll be nice so you've um, got something you know you've got you know you've got a loving family a bunch of animals you got grandkids and you got a sauna at home my eggs are freezing though um uh, i'm not fr freezing my eggs on purpose but um i, I was just thinking <laughs> while we we're doing this podcast i thought i haven't i haven't been out in a while to check the eggs because if if my chickens lay an egg right now it's so fucking cold out right now that mm -hmm. you got to get there before the egg freezes, and a lot of people don't have that pressure. They're they're not walking around thinking, are, are the eggs freezing? Do I do I need to get out there? Did a chicken lay an egg? Do I do I need to get out and and get the egg before it actually freezes? Why? It's going to freeze Why? coming out of her ass. It's that cold. Uh, Why not an an egg popsicle? Uh, well, that's that's yeah, it's possible, I guess. But we haven't gone uh, there. Who who you got for the for the game tomorrow, John? I should, I should ask you. The oh, big, the the big game. The big game. We can't. We need to call it the big game. The big game. Let's just let's call it Super mm -hmm. Bowl. We, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink Pepsi. Yeah. I'm gonna eat Doritos, yeah. and uh, I'm gonna watch the weekend on the weekend. The weekend, I, which I saw somebody the weekend who's uh, I believe gonna legally change his name to Michael Jackson Weekend. Because he's fucking losing his brain. Uh, I don't think he's losing his brain. What are you talking about? The bandages and shit and nice. whatever? Did you see that? I didn't see any of this. Susie told me yeah, about it. I'm yeah. unaware of any of this. He's, but whatever. It sounds like he's doing... He's, lopping off, he's lopping off his nose. No, he's actually... No, he actually had plastic surgery. He's... he's, he's oh, you're saying he actually did have... Uh, and then he lied about it to make it seem like a bit? Yes. He's... Yes. Okay. That's exactly I don't what's know what's going on. Uh, they've, they've got pictures now. His physical... Um, his... His look is completely different. He's, he's lopped off half of his nose, and he's going. Down. I don't know what's going on. He's going down the. Hall. I want. He's I crazy. just want him he's to go nuts. back. He's nuts. That's what's going. I on. I want crazy. him to go back to having his matted Basquiat hair and just make music about what seems like a woman or a lover, but it's really about cocaine. Well, that too. So, who you got for the game? I don't know. I. I, I mean. I, uh, I, I, I. Who's your I dad got? Who's your dad got? Did you talk? I don't know that my dad, dad has anyone. I, I don't. I, I don't necessarily know that I care. I do like that Patrick Mahomes kid. Yeah. The the quarterback for the Kansas City. He's got good hair too. Uh, now there's this hair. other fella. Um, he's uh, another quarterback. Uh, Tom Tom, Brady. The old guy. The old guy. He's like forty forty four years old. Yeah, yeah. Which is nuts that that's old in sports, but. Uh, 
I get it though. Um, he's got giants. I don't know. He's got giants he, running around, big fucking giants, like Game of Thrones giants. I mean, I'm great. Game you, of, Game you know, of that, I, I kind of like I kind of like that Gronk guy who retired and then came back. I've I've heard that he's not the brightest guy in the world, um, and they don't they don't use him a lot. Uh, but I don't know. I guess he came out of retirement. He's to, fun. To, he's a fun guy. I just he seems like a fun. He seems like a fun, decent dude. Yeah, he seems like the kind of fun guy that might hang out with Morgan Wallen. But well, uh, and, and Susie told me that uh, you know Kate Hudson, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter, yeah. uh, who was with the um, one of the Black Crows brothers, yeah, Chris Robinson. Chris Robinson, and now I think she's with some Asian dude and has a kid with him. Whatever. That at one point, uh, I think she may live in Massachusetts or be from that area or something. But she, uh, she apparently on social media propositioned Gronk for like a one night stand or something. Yeah, you like know this. why? Is she, this true? She was doing mushrooms. She was. She was. She was tripping balls. She was out of her mind. She's no, I'm making all that up. Well, did did you dose her? Because that wouldn't be. I legal. would. I would if no. I if don't. I were ever no, I don't, listen. I I don't know much about Kate Hudson. I I, I mean, I but I, again, I don't know a lot about. I'm not pretending not to know about these things. It's so just, who you got? Just this is the longest answer to. The, you should. You should I. I didn't even know what you were talking about. I didn't know there was a big game on this weekend, okay? I don't give up. Call your I don't, dad, like, call your dad why, and say, Dad, why? who you got? He'd be so thrilled. I'll dad, call him right now. Who you I'll got? call him right now. He won't hear it. You want me to call him? Call him. Just wait, Why not? What the hell? Just All right. Let, hey, hold on. Just just to hear his reaction. Tell, him you're, think, tell him you're thinking of putting some money down, and okay. I'm just wondering right. who he's got. What's the, what's the over? Ask him if he knows the over. Hold on. Do you know what the over is, Dad? Hold on one second. All right. I just... Hello. Hey, Dad. Hey, don't say anything. I'm recording my podcast right now. Are you okay if I record? I just want to ask you one quick question. It's not personal. It's just one question. Will, is it okay if you're on the podcast? It'll make Mom happy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm talking to Colin, and I know that you've uh, <laughs> listened to the podcast because you were in the car with Mom, so you didn't have a choice, but you've never chosen to listen to it. So um, Colin wants to know who I have for the big game, we're not allowed to say Super Bowl because we don't own it, right? It's trademarked. So, uh, who, who do you got? Who you who you rooting for? Who am I rooting for? Yeah, I'm rooting for uh, Tampa Bay because they're the uh, underdogs, and uh, I'd like to see Brady win one more if he can. All right, there you have it. My dad's got yeah. Tampa Bay, the underdog, with the most successful quarterback possibly of all time. All right. Oh, yeah, but he's 43 years old, so we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, all good. Right. All right. Thank, thank, thank you. you, Dad. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. I could have asked him about Below Zero, too. He was the one that recommended it to me. I'm going to watch Below Zero, even though it is yeah. Below Zero, and that kind of pisses me off. But uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to watch it. I, I will. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, Tim. And, and, and so gonna... now I know who I got. All right. You got you got to stay with that. You got to stay with No, no, no. I'm no. Nope. Are you going Kansas. opposite pops? You you yep. against Kansas pops? City. Yep. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.